0: Brian Cranston allegedly said,
1: I had this cognition that I realized I was going into auditions trying to get a job, and that simply wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. An actor is supposed to create a compelling, interesting character that serves the text. You present it in the environment where your audition happens, and then you walk away, and that's it. Everything else is out of your control. Don't even think about it. Don't focus on that. You're not going there to get a job. You're going there to present what you do. You act. And there it is. And walk away. And there's power in that. And there's confidence in that. And it's also saying, I can only do so much. And then the decision of who might get a job is so out of your control that really, when you analyze it, it makes no sense to hold on to that. That to me, was a breakthrough. And once I adopted that philosophy, I never looked back. And I've never been busier in my life than once I grabbed onto that.
0: That's it. Episode 105 of Mediva Podcast. We look at auditions. Why do we do them? Why do we put ourselves through that? And what are the top tips you need to be the best at auditioning there ever was? and welcome to Medeva Podcast, modern audio drama, indie voice acting podcast with me, Sarah Golding. Hello. And today's episode is a whistle-stop tour on all things auditioning. Where to start, where to look, what to do, how to communicate, sites to visit, things to research. Oh goodness, there's like so much in here so listen carefully to my cold infested voice yes I apologize for delay of the podcast but I haven't been very well <laughs> key things I want you to take away from today are just go for it just do it okay you see an audition don't go oh, no maybe like hundreds hundred people I'll go for that they'll they'll be brilliant they'll be better than me no 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 stop, stop right there, okay, just do it, go for it, you've got it, you've got talent, you've got a confidence in yourself, I know you have, I know you have because otherwise you wouldn't want to be an actor and show and display and share your skill of becoming other people <laughs> or other versions of yourself. I used to look at all the comments underneath auditions to see, <laughs> to see who else might be auditioning and there are certain names you see and go, oh gonna get it because they're so good tanya milojovic (laughs) but don't be put off just try so just no excuses thank you slap your own self and let's crack on shall we so you have your reel yeah hopefully you've done that you got your five year plan right yeah come on you've done that now surely you've done that by now year plan week plan come on go listen to that again and get it done um, so key things are you found an audition of at audio auditions on Twitter yay! and uh, you say, oh, that looks quite fun. It's for pendant or it's for, or it's for girl in space or it's for oh, Casey Wayland. You get very excited about this thing. Okay. I've got to do this. I've got to do this well. Follow the instructions, read what it says. There are so many things that can go wrong at this point. Okay. So if you want to, and you're the kind of person that needs to, write down in a notepad what you need to do if that's the way you work okay if you need to to transpose the information from your laptop onto your ipad and write down exactly what that audition needs to do and do that key things to make a note of number one mp3 or wav or how do they want it recorded how many kbps okay how do they want their characters sent to them if you're actually auditioning for say four characters do they mind they're all on the same take, all on the same file? Or do they want you to split them up into different files for each character? Or, heaven forbid, you you need to actually put each line... This has happened, is horrific. Each line for that character in a different file and zip them all up. Next to make note of is any specifics there is for that character. If it's gender specific, ooh, you could take a risk. You could take a risk and, and audition for a part that's meant to be for a man. You know I bang on about this way. But if it's a doctor, if it's a nurse, it could be male, it could be female. So be tenacious. Contact that producer. Say you've written you've written this doctor part as, as male. Any chance they could be female? It sounds an awesome part, I'd love to audition. Communicate. Um sorry, we were at the important things to write down. I do get distracted by gender issues. Um, If it is for transgender people, then do not apply if you're not transgender. I think that's key. Yes, we are all about diversity and is a wonderful medium. Take advantage of that. There are specifics as well that I'd love to talk about another day about race. I have spoken at length about a character called Dunada that I, I got and was very uncomfortable about recording. I did record it in a Jamaican accent, but I'm clearly not of Jamaican descent. And Felt very uncomfortable, so I contacted the people that I had got the part through and said, oh, "Would you mind finding someone else?" So be discerning about the characters that you can apply for. If it's asking for an African American and you're French and white as a dove, or, or I don't know what it's asking for, if it's asking for you know people for, from Asian descent or whatever. Don't don't apply. Don't make that icky um <laughs> final things to look at are where to send it and the deadline write down that deadline have a separate thing somewhere you've written that down and get it done now i would strongly suggest you don't just jump in an audition and just just read it off the page i think let it let it breathe for a couple of days read it if you're you know making your dinner if you're going in the car somewhere you're waiting for a, Picking up someone or, you know, just, just read it through a couple of times in different ways out loud. Record yourself in your phone in different environments, in your bathroom. Sing the words. Enjoy the different resonance that they might have. Play with the different emotions. Do it sadly. Do it excitedly. Do it happily. Do it as if you're being blown away in a tornado. I don't know. Just have a play with how that audition could sound. So you can have a real good knowledge of the speech patterns of that potential character. Think about the different accents that might work, you know? Is this a kind of US tough guy, girl, whatever, you know, who's like going to come in and take control, Or is it like, you know, someone who's quite soft and and has to to kind of, has to be conveyed as someone who might be a bit frightened of life? So there's a lot of ways of, of interpreting little bits of script and you only often have a very short time to to prove yourself. Now, what I would strongly suggest is, so you've had a practice over a good few days, yes? You know the deadline, that's key. Write that down somewhere. Maybe in your Trello account, yes? We'll talk about uh, customer relationship managers in a couple of episodes' time. I use Trello to organise myself. In there, I can write in deadlines for auditions I'm meant to do and a couple of notes about characters I think might work voice-wise and... Uh, kind of pacing and attitude, that kind of thing. And just do a couple of uh, notes regarding that character. Then it's all about preparation. Use Mediva's vocal warm-up podcasts as mad sass to you to get yourself in the, the mood to record. You've done enunciation work, you've done breathing work, you've drunk enough water, get in front of that mic and audition your socks off. Imagine in front of you your audience if you want to. Imagine in front of you just that producer. Imagine in front of you, I don't know naked people if you need to get in the mood for doing stuff by doing it that way, but i I think it's key to just get in the zone for that audition because it could lead to some very funky things. All you can do is your best, that's the saying, isn't it? No, no idea who said that, but you know you owe it to yourself to give it a darn good go. so you're in front of that microphone, you have the words you perform, you might slate unless you've been asked not to you might. Say something like, Hello, I'm Sarah Golding and I'm auditioning for the part of Gloria. And then kick off. I generally do three different versions of the audition material. Unless the audition material is like a page long and they want to hear all of it because that's often the case. In which case I'll do two if it's longer. And at the end of the audition for the sides that have been given, I will just give a quick blurb saying, I am capable of these other accents. If you would prefer to hear anything else, please let me know. Thank you. Bye-bye. That kind of thing. So where to find things? Now, there are a plethora of spaces right now uh, that you will be able to find some audio drama-specific auditions. I have just started a Twitter account at Audio Auditions because I kind of wanted to try and pull a place where it's kind of easier to find some auditions for for audio so uh please jump on there become become my friend uh, <laughs> other places to look are obviously from my favorite place on t- internet of many an occasion the audio drama production podcast facebook page there are often folks who produce looking for specific folks on there You can also check out the Audio Drama Auditions page on Facebook. And outside of Facebook, goodness, there's a plethora of places. If you're not on Casting Call Club, go see, go see. You generally are asked to put your audio auditions into that. It's not just audio drama, of course. It is a hundred billion, trillion other types of projects, including manga and comic books and animation and all sorts but uh, there's still some audio drama jobs on there behind the voice actors that's worth jumping on right because again it's not just audio drama specific but you will find a plethora of fun and funky voice jobs on there and I know that a lot of auditions go on there from people who do audio dramas too so have a little look on there and have a hunt around as well and listen Listen to other people's auditions. It's not being nosy as such. It's research, okay? Research, however you put the emphasis from wherever you might be. So yeah, key, 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 key. Listen to other people's auditions. Now, as I've said before, I started on what is now mandy.com. There are a lot of things that go on there that are not audio drama, but there are sometimes funky things that go on there for audio drama. And you will potentially find, you know, good animation roles and... uh, all sorts of voiceover potentials on there. Backstage.com, again, it's a riot of other types of jobs, but sometimes there is some audio work on there. Star Now, they often ask for voice actors for things, or you could end up doing the voiceovers for short films, so you're still kind of using the similar type of skills, and they also do audiobooks and all that kind of thing as well on there, I've seen. Voices.com has a plethora of different types of jobs, not many audio drama specific, uh, but there are a lot of jobs that are animation based and still utilising the similar kind of character skills that you would have on audio drama. There's also Spotlight.com, now you have to join that, I've said this before, I think it's 154 pines. but uh, again, you know, if you can get on there and, and find something cool... You're made. Well, you've made more than 10 quid an episode. Anyway. And Will. Oh, Will, Will, Will. She is so amazing. Will writes page here. Positions wanted. Go and have a little look up at that. Will Williams. Uh, there's often things on there to uh, to audition for. So a plethora of places to look. Um, as well as, you know, just type in audio drama auditions into your favourite search engine. and uh, And see what happens. Yeah. So... As far as a bit of advice is concerned, I ask some people who I uh, hold dear in the crazy world of audio drama, and this is what they had to say. The wonderful Julia Morizawa, oh my goodness, hugely inspiring. If you haven't heard her, she's uh, in the Bright Sessions and has a very exciting few projects coming up, so keep an eye on that. I think the most recent thing I know that she's in is Limbo Podcast. Uh, which I also jump in on, so go go and have a listen to that as it comes out. This is what she said. If you're starting out, start with your own true, authentic voice. As you gain experience and learn more dialects and character voices, you can throw those in. But early on, generally, your strongest attribute will be bringing the real you into the role. Before recording the audition, or going into the studio for the audition, rehearse the scenes by acting them out on your feet, if applicable. And if it's a scene with other people, get a friend to read it with you. Once you've felt and experienced the script as if it were happening in real life, you'll automatically bring that into your performance once you actually sit down or stand still to record it into a mic. Break down the audition scene just as you would a scene in a class or for a play. Know your objective, the conflict keeping you from that objective, what happened in the previous scene and what happened five seconds before the scene. Your relationship with the other characters, your point of view, the tactics you want to use to try to get what you want, etc. Sometimes it's easy to forget these basics when you're recording auditions at home alone. But specificity, or lack of it, will always go noticed in a performance. So take some risks. Yes, this is also what is key. Don't just kind of record blandly what you think might work, because that's not going to get you noticed, is it? Do record a couple of different emotional takes of a scene. Do record a couple of different accents that you might have that you think might work, if you're competent in those accents. If, you know, your Irish is not on point, then don't bother. <laughs> I don't know if I'd get a roll with that one. But just key things are just, you know, know what sounds right. When you listen back, because you must listen back to all the things you send before you send them. Uh, otherwise, you could get yourself in trouble. You know, you've put a sniff in there or you've coughed or sneezed or, oh, I don't know, done something disgusting. Maybe even had a little trump. Uh, then, you know, it's key to get rid of those those simple things. Karim Kronfly, one of my fave buddies and actors uh, in the voice acting world of audio drama, says... Slate unless you're asked not to. Now, that's an interesting thing. Do you say your name? That's what slating is. Do you say your name at the beginning of your takes or not? Well, yes, I feel if it's an audition, unless, as he said, you're asked not to, put your name. And they can instantly go, "Okay, this is Sarah, I'll make some notes. Hopefully get the job. He also said, Treat an audition as a finished role. If there is little guidance in the words to the character ask. Oh, that's so key. If you don't know, and, you know, let's face it, audio drama producers are a lot more contactable than perhaps somebody who's producing a Hollywood blockbuster film. Ask. Ask if you're not sure. And obviously don't appear needy or ridiculous in that request, but it is important to, just if you're not sure, Just ask, why not? Open up a dialogue. His other advice is act. Very good. Always act truthfully as the character. Now, that's a really hard thing to do. I've had to get into the mindset of a variety of different characters, including, you know, senile old women, people who are on the brink of death, people who have been shot. I've never been shot. But you kind of have to immerse yourself in in, in what you think that instant pain might be. So, yes, finding the truth of a performance can often give you that edge over somebody else who's not invested emotionally as much as you. So if you're going to invest in this properly, in you properly, then make some notes. Yes, if you prefer to put pen to paper, do that. If you prefer to type on an iPad or a laptop, do that. If you want to write in blood across the wall, then do that. But no, don't, 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 don't do not that. But key, key things are that you need to really think about this character as much as you would perhaps for something you were going to perform on stage. So think firstly their attitude their mood their motivation for doing something their emotions think about the style of speech the pace they might speak think about how old they are yeah what is their attitude coming into the scene are they in a hurry are they in pain are they in charge are they subservient you know think about all the billion trillion decisions that you would have to make as an actor and maybe make some notes now, some directors are brilliant at, um, and producers are brilliant at already putting some directorial information in the audition. So they will tell you that you are a commander of a ship. You have these things to achieve in this scene, and you should be overly confident with what is happening. So if you're getting information like that on a script, do it that way. I would also suggest it is possible for you to take some risks. Yes, yes, do. I loved auditioning for um, Starla, she uh, was in 1994 podcast she's coming up in the next week or so I'd imagine and I ended up singing singing some of the lines because I felt like that's how her like stoned personality would be so yeah so have a play don't be afraid to with the third take go a bit crazy do a wild take yes go crazy with that last one maybe show show other facets of of that characterization. Yes, that maybe other people might not bring. Go for it. Just use your beautiful, wonderful imagination and think about changes in pitch, in volume, in tone, in attitude. Don't be afraid to use. Pause. But don't leave it too long. And I think it's really important that you invest in this character. So if, when you're reading it, it's asked you to be going to be a doctor, uh, they uh, are in the middle of something very emotionally upsetting, think about, like, okay, what doctor who's been in an emotional upsetting scene do I know? And jump in and watch Casualty or uh, CSI Hospitals. (laughs) What's the hospital thing called? Doctors watch every single US, a brilliant hospital drama that you've seen oh and they should so bring the young doctors back i love that find a character so if i was going to base my characterization on someone who is like angela lansbury then type angela lansbury into your search engine and fathom what attitude she's going to have is she a mrs lovett type then Look up her as Mrs. Lovett and soak up those speech patterns, soak up those attitudes, that sing song of a voice. Is it melodic? Is it deadpan? Is it what? What is it? So you can get so many influences from so many places. You're not just having to rely on your own brain and your own knowledge of the world's characters you have got a plethora available for you online on your favorite search engine at any time of day but yeah I just sometimes go as far as imagining what the characters are wearing the environment around me as I'm recording I kind of fill in the gaps you know like the langoliers or eats things away I kind of add things around me (laughs) and uh, so with Starla I was in that hippie Beautiful van. It had, you know, its covers everywhere. It had dream catchers. It stunk of whatever they've been smoking and fish posters everywhere. So yeah, have a <laughs> have a good investment in that character, no matter how small the uh, the part. I think it's important to just immerse yourself. Other key things that I feel are important are being polite it's come up again and again in various pod cons I've been to about communication with people. So let's say you have done your audition and you're going to do your email. What are you going to say there? Yo, here it is, boy. Suck it up. (laughs) You know, you, you need to basically create that dialogue and that will present you in a specific light how you communicate from that point. Also, might lead to showing your your good side of your personality to someone before they've even heard you. Don't have to put jokes in. (laughs) You don't have to be witty or funny, but at least be friendly. (laughs) So show that, you know, you have a little investment in that role. Oh, I was very keen to audition for this Russian wench (laughs) character because... Or, I really enjoyed bringing this character to life, I hope you like what I've done with it. You know, just have a play with, with things that kind of make you more personable in that kind of communication there. Some of the key things that people have talked to me about uh, regarding audition that are bad are things like, don't pester that producer when you know the deadline's passed. Don't kind of harangue them on social media saying, oh, you made any decisions yet, like when... When are we going to know the cast? You know, just, you just have to wait, okay? Because perhaps by by pestering and, and bombarding, you're going to give yourself a bad rep. Don't heckle after the deadline as well. You know, don't kind of uh, put it out there that uh, this producer's taking their time or, or or some such. You know, I'm sure this is all very, very kind of common sense to you, but some people do it, so don't. Also, if you know actors in the show already, don't kind of say... Okay, hey, can you have a word with the producer and uh, and get me in? Because <laughs> that's happened. And that's not a thing that works, really. I think, you know, there's certain etiquette and you can't put an actor on the spot like that because that could put them in a crazy position as well. So let's talk through the steps of what you're going to do to get yourself out there. So what's going to get you that part? What's going to set you aside from others? Well, firstly a lot of it is down to the reverberation and resonance of your own voice that that producer kind of wants to hear for that specific role. It's also how you will fit with other people they're casting, because obviously with audio, if you've got a lot of males with deep, resonant, beautiful voices, it's really hard to discern often who is who unless they have, you know, different tones, different pitches, different ways of speaking, different paces and so on. Same with females. If you have a lot of women who have the same kind of pitch to their voice, the same accent, the same paces to their voices, seeing as audio is the only clue you'll get to what's happening, it's harder to discern. So in the mix, your your high-pitched beautiful nasal voice could be what they need. Your average middle-of-the-road British accent could be what they want. Your slow Devon accent might be what someone is yearning to use. So go in there with confidence that you do the best audition you possibly can. And that, that potentially is enough to get you that role. Now, how you get there is key. So how can you be the best you can be? Well, I will keep harping on, but keep training, keep taking courses, keep listening to audio dramas and what you like and why it worked and why it was so awesome and what was good about that voice and how did that mix of people produce such an effective piece of audio drama how could you fit in that now what a producer isn't going to know from your audition is how you take direction I'm good and bad at that I will admit I have often a specific thing in my mind that I want to go for or it's kind of a like, you know, the thing where there's that fog and you're not quite sure where you're going with it and you're trying to find this character, but it's not a personal situation that, you're, that you've ever experienced or that you, you know about. So you're kind of grasping at what is the most truthful performance you can give for that role. But, again, you can but give it your best with the things that you know and your emotional and natural instinct. Now, what you're recording on can make a difference, but as stated already, get it out there. You know, the producer can still hear the beauteous resonance of your voice on a mobile phone, on a laptop mic. They still can. And, yes, some folks do demand that you are going to be recording your auditions on the same thing that you're going to be able to record whatever whole series main part you might get. So that might hinder you in the long run, but at least try and get something out there. Try. If things are worth investing in, then of course you can jump in and sort that as as soon as your funds and your life allows. Yes. And like with anything, it's often due to right place, right time. Now I've been quite tenacious in some of my seeking out of auditions. I did ping someone even on Twitter saying, I loved your last series of da 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 And uh, I was just wondering if you're doing anything else. I would love to be involved. These are my voice reels. Here are some credits you can hear me in if you would like. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> and uh, I've got a couple of roles by doing that. I got one role audition-wise by... Again, it was on Twitter. I'd heard something that this fella had produced, and it was a monologue starring another brilliant, brilliant, brilliant female actress. And I heard that and thought, I want to do that. So basically, that's what I said in my tweet. I said, I would be really good at doing these monologues. Please employ me. And lo and behold, um, I'm now... The Queen of the Prologue for uh, Beyond Shakespeare, which is looking at plays from around when Sir William Shakespeare was around. But they're not Shakespearean plays. They are by other brilliant, brilliant and amazing authors that really haven't been given as much lauding as, as as Mr Shakespeare himself. So it's worth sometimes taking those risks. So auditions aren't always in the, the normal places, in the, the list of places I've given you. You can go be proactive. I think I've said before. If you like a producer's work, just send them a message. Say, oh, "I loved Dudley Dilly. <laughs> I'm yearning for work. I'm keen. I've got this equipment. I can do a range of characters like this. This is my reel. This is my list of favourite shows I've done to show my diversity of role. Employ me. Just, just go for it. Just go for it." Now, next week I'm going to be showing what Casey Whalen said about auditioning. And it's fascinating me, really, to see what you know, other producers think. Uh, Lance Dan said to me,
2: I think I tend to look for work that fits the brief that I have for the character. I watch and listen to people's work, and then imagine what they could bring to the character. Therefore, you need a showreel that shows good range while bringing out some of your specialisms. Lots of different types of scenes and performances, and not all of them emotional high points or very intense. I don't tend to collect journals, when I don't have a project active, but as soon as I do, I'm asking contacts, agents, friends and collaborators working on recommendations to create a shortlist prior for rehearsed readings. I work in this way because as an indie producer it takes a long time to raise funding between projects, so when I'm at stage, as I am now when I'm fundraising for multiple works, then I'm not thinking about cast.
0: And I think it's key for him. he says that...
2: Rehearsals are the big thing. And more than anything whether I think I can be locked in a windowless room for several weeks with someone having a very intense creative experience. If I trust an actor and know what they can bring to me, I let them have a lot of freedom and play with their character. I'd rather be surprised than dictated to.
0: Interesting. So it's what you bring it's what you bring to that role, isn't it? It's how how efficient you are at being amazing at creating characters. And I know you can do that. I do, I do, I do. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this because you're trying to better yourself by getting all the information you possibly can about getting work, getting up and out there and doing. So as an end to this whistle-stop tour on audio drama auditions, I just want to say, get on with it. Jump on those sites. Find an audition. Go, go on. Just go now. Go now and, and record and find that Wondrous voice inside you that will fit and make that producer and that team of people in that project so proud to be in that with you, and want to share it on social media, and want to say, "Hey, I'm in this with this person because they're great." Share those moments. Don't be insular. Once you've got a part, once you've won that audition, how wondrous is that? You you beat other people to get that place. Your talent is worthy of that role in that producer's eyes well done if you didn't get that part well you just have to deal with that side of auditioning yes it can get frustrating i've been frustrated i've been working on a lot of auditions outside of audio drama as well and i fare a lot better in audio drama auditions than i do in voiceover or narration auditions and that's starting to grate But you just have to crack on. You just have to go, okay, well that wasn't my thing. Good luck to the person who, who did get it and move on. You just have to. And don't be bitter. Don't be unkind to someone who got the role. Yeah, there's some nepotism about. Yeah, there's some people who will be in things because they're really good mates with the producer. Or that one of the other actors has said, ah, my mate is sir. Uh, that's a great mean girl. Employ her. <laughs> and, and And that, you know, that does happen. But don't, give up. Do not give up. If that's your yearning, I can feel that yearning inside me now. I want a part so much that I check my emails every day. I look on social media every day just to see if there's been any publication of that cast. Do you know, when I got into 1994 podcast, I I, I absolutely, I was like Christmas morning and... (laughs) That whole excited thing of like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I became that child unwrapping a present that I really wanted. And and I think because I love accents and I play with accents a lot, I think I feel weird about getting American characters or Russian characters or, 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 or whatever country that might be other than Britain because I'm sure there are a billion, trillion, gazillion people that could play it better than me, but I got that role. So I have to do the best I can. And yes, there might be problems with the accent here and there. There might be. But I do the best I can when I have that role. I do. And I'm sure you do too. So do not be disheartened if you don't get audition after audition. Keep going. As people have said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes years and years sometimes to get your break but I think with guts, determination, talent and training and a bit of risk-taking and tenacity you will get there. I believe you will. I do. I'm looking at my mic imagining whatever your face might be like and you can do it. You can get there. Keep going. On February the 2nd next year, I will be taking medieval Podcast's wares <laughs> to the Podfest happening in Birmingham. Go look it up. UK Podfest happening the 2nd of February. I'm doing some workshops there on voice acting. Come join me and a plethora of brilliant, brilliant, brilliant audio drama folks from Wooden Overcoats and We Fix Space Junk and The Orphans and Scottish Podcast. Gosh, there's so many fun people going to be there, so so come along and and, and get your tickets quick. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Medeva Podcast. Now here is a funky, fun, amazing, lovely, little, silly, mad trailer from Nathan Benilla-Wofford, who does... How to Listen to Music in the 22nd Century. He produced a wonderful Halloween package. I hope you listened already. If not, jump on now and have a look. Uh, And also at the other, a brilliant fun things that they did for Halloween and spooky horror everywhere. So if you haven't listened to Creepypods, 31 Days of Horror, or the 11th Hour Audio, 13 productions of pure horrific joy, then jump on those. There's uh, plenty of stories to enjoy. As well as this trailer for how to listen to music in the 22nd century. In
2: 100 years... People will actually listen to audio drama trailers all the way through.
0: Hey
1: there, Jeeves, my trusty nano printer sidekick. Hello, see that my well-meaning but dim-witted owner. You know, after the last century of civil wars, animal uprisings, and general unintended consequences, we find ourselves at a time where everything is free and everyone is happy. Yes, the all thanks to the power of cognitive dissonance. But I was thinking, what if there was an audio drama podcast about bringing all those things back? It could be called... The bright Scottish girl in Hell 359 is alive on Patrol, FIS, Theatre Gospel Hour. It could feature incredible music from all over the old web, just like the music playing right now. I would totally listen to that. Or it could be called How to Listen to Music in the 22nd Century and be found at howtolisten22nd.com or on any podcatchers. Yeah, that would work too.